Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Snyder Crusaders, welcome back to Road to Midterms. If you're watching this on the TV right now, this is our Politics by Faith segment. It's the name of our podcast. This is an abbreviated version of that podcast where we take a story that's causing anxiety and we give some historical perspective and biblical peace to make the anxiety go away. That's our goal. It's too much anxiety. We're wound too tight. Everyone needs to relax. But how can we do that? That's the goal of the podcast. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you think, well, hold on. This sounds different. Uh, it is different. I'm standing up and we have a different microphone. So it sounds different. But this is the last segment of our TV show that we're doing up until... Uh, November 8th, up until the midterms, called Road to the Midterms. Wherever you are, I'm grateful you're here. Fauci said that the response to COVID was politicized because of what he called a, a triple whammy. Here he is. It got political very, very quickly um, because we had the misfortune of a, an outbreak and a double misfortune of an outbreak in a divided society and the triple misfortune of a divided society in an election year. It was a triple whammy. Yeah, that's probably right, actually, what he said there. That's probably right. But I want to put more of an emphasis on the fact that Trump was the president at the time, and the media decided to hate him constantly and to be against everything he was for and for everything he was against. That's the important variable here. And COVID's the perfect example. In the very, very beginning of COVID, Trump said, uh, hey everyone, I think we gotta keep an eye out for this, this virus going on in China. This could be bad. And the left said, oh, what? Oh, don't be so racist. Oh, you're so racist. Come on everyone, come on to Chinatown. Nancy Pelosi, the, the, the head of the New York City Health Department, come on down to Chinatown, it's great. Don't be racist like Donald Trump. And then a little time went by and Trump said, actually, you know, this isn't the biggest deal. I, I, let's not overreact to all of this. And the Democrats said, shut it all down. <laughs> shut the whole country down. They just took the opposite stance that Trump took in every single thing all the time, not just COVID before, COVID too. And the one example, if you had to pinpoint down even uh, the microcosm of COVID would be hydroxychloroquine. That's the perfect example of this. Trump has never in his life made a more tempered and reserved statement ever than when he got behind the podium one day and said, hey, everyone. He even did hands kind of like this. Oh, you can't see that on the radio, darn it. But if you're on the TV, it was very like this. It was very, hey, everyone, there's this drug out there, hydroxychloroquine. It might work. It might be good. It might be a good thing. It's been around for a long time. We hope it works. I'm sure hope it works. There's studies out there, but we've got to study it more. But man, we hope it works. And if your doctor says you should try it, you should try it. Or don't. 
whatever, whatever you think, whatever your doctor thinks is good. But uh, man, it would be great if this made a difference against COVID. He's never made a more measured statement in his life. And the media flipped down, freaked out like I've never heard them freak out, ripped him a new one, just freaking out about hydroxychloroquine. HCQ is an arthritis drug that prevents malaria. It's been around since 1960. It's literally one of the safest drugs on the market. If you've been to a third world country, you've probably taken it. And the media is acting like Trump told you to take meth. The media was acting like, like Trump was telling you to start sucking back fentanyl. To try. It's a crazy reaction. And right away, the media, like the next day, the media ran with this guy in Phoenix who died because he took HCQ. He died because he took hydroxychloroquine. So Trump's killing people. And it turns out, we found out a few days later, he didn't take hydroxychloroquine. He ate fishbowl cleaner, fish tank cleaner, that contained chloroquine, which is not the same thing as hydroxychloroquine. And Trump's responsible for that? It's just a perfect example. So Fauci's right that the response to COVID was too political, too much partisanship. Could have been a time when we came together and been sane. Instead, we lost our minds. And it was led by the Trump-hating media. Which leads us to the election coming up. How about this perspective about our partisanship, I suppose? Back in 1974, there were 178 what they call split districts. So there's, there's uh, 435 districts, congressional districts, 435. 178 of them were split districts. So a split district is a congressional district that votes for a Republican congressman and a Democrat president, or vice versa, a Democrat congressman, but a Republican president. Make sense? There were 178 of those. So, so that, that's where you have a majority of people in the district who say, uh, I really like this Democrat for president, but I really like this Republican for a Congress. I, I like him, so less party, right, and more uh, person. 178 split districts out of 435. Today, how many are there? 12. 12 districts that voted for Biden for president and a Republican congressman, 12. We're more partisan, partisanly aligned than ever before. Why? Now. If any other show or anything out there would do this analysis, they would probably stop there. But on Politics by Faith, we try to solve this. So why, what's the root of this? It's pride. It's pride. There's so much pride. During those Trump four years after he won, there was a lot of, I don't even know you anymore. And it, was, it started big, it was, I don't even know my country. Oh, I don't, uh, oh, what even is this place? I don't even know where I live. Was that, and then it went down to a very personal level. I don't even know you anymore. I thought I knew you. How could you be a Trump supporter? I had no idea you were so evil. A lot of broken relationships, major overreacting. And now those people don't want to admit that they were wrong and don't want to admit that they overreacted. So they're digging in their heels. And because they've dug in their heels, they now need to continue to make political decisions that match the corner that they've backed themselves into. 
Here's what I mean. Take your average Democrat. Let's say they liked Hillary back in 2016. They voted for Hillary. They can't, but they're not like a Hillary sycophant. They're just your normal Democrat who wants a woman president, whatever. They can't believe Trump won. And they fell for all the lies about Trump. That he's gonna round up the Muslims, put them in internment camps, kids in cages, he's a Russian asset, asset you name. And they took it all out on you. Years went by. Trump turns out did not cause nuclear war. Remember all the stuff from Hillary even about how we can't trust him to have his fingers on the nuclear button, right? Turns out he didn't launch nuclear weapons. Years have gone by and they've never admitted that they lost their mind. They never admitted they overreacted because that would mean they'd have to admit that they were wrong. And that's the hardest thing to do. So now they're in this position. Let's say they live in Arizona because we did a deep dive on Arizona yesterday. Let's say they're in Arizona and they, the, uh, you have Blake Masters running for Senate in Arizona versus the astronaut Democrat, Mark Kelly. And let's say this person actually really likes Blake Masters. Pretty sharp guy and agree with him on a lot of things. Especially his stance that you know, every family should be able to support themselves on one income as opposed to a dual family income. You should be able to raise your family with one income. Like they really like this idea and this is a new way of talking and thinking that they've never heard from a politician before because Blake Masters is not a politician. So they really like him. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's a Trump guy. And, and if I vote for a Trump guy, I'll be betraying me. Who cares that I betrayed my family and friends by calling them enemies of America for supporting Trump? I can't betray me by voting for a Republican ever again. So now they, they can't do it. People don't like to admit they're wrong, and people will go to great lengths to do it, to not admit it. It's a bit of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is that uneasy feeling you have inside of you when you hold two conflicting beliefs at the same time. And something's gotta give. On one hand, I hate Trump. Therefore, I hate you, all you Republicans out there who supported him and now who are endorsed by him. On the other hand, the Democrats are calling for abortion at 40 weeks and drag shows for kids. <laughs> so, so most people, instead of saying, you know what, maybe Trump wasn't as bad as I thought he was, and I don't really hate my family members who supported him, really. I actually kind of see what they've been saying. So maybe not all Republicans do. Maybe I was wrong. I was wrong about that, overreacted. I'm really sorry about that. I'm gonna learn my lesson. Sorry, that was too much. Sorry, everyone. No, it's really hard to do. They'd rather go all in and say, yeah, drag shows for kids are great. <laughs> I love those. They'd rather do that even than admit they were wrong about Trump. Proverbs 13.10 says, where there is strife, strife is uh, anger, angry or bitter disagreement. Do you think that's been true the last couple of years politically? So where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. I would say take advice and admit you're wrong or in similar vein, right? Wisdom is found in those who will admit they're wrong. Well, how do you know you're wrong? Well, let me share with you what I think is the hardest scripture, truly. Maybe one of the scariest. Because most people do not want to ever admit they're wrong. The lengths that people will go to to, admit they're, to not admit they were wrong is incredible. So I think this is one of the scariest scriptures. David wrote it. 
Psalm 139, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Ooh, I don't want to inspect that. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want any anyone, even you, God, knowing what's inside of me, please. Very scary to pray to open that up and reveal it. But imagine if everyone did that. Imagine if everyone asked God to show them the faults in their character and then fix them. Imagine the society we'd live in. Imagine the political system we'd have if people were humble and humble enough to admit that they'd been wrong. Back then, we would have dealt with COVID like a rational and free people, not like communists in China. And we wouldn't have spent $13 trillion and there'd be no inflation now, for starters. But more importantly than that, we wouldn't have had the political and social fallout that we still feel today. We wouldn't have so much anxiety today. And we wouldn't have so much hatred of each other either. Pride before the fall versus lead me in the way everlasting. Choose your path. Politics by Faith. The podcast is available everywhere you download podcasts. Please give it a five-star review. We gotta get to a thousand. If you like these segments, we gotta get to a thousand five-star reviews to hit the big time. It's free. Just click the five stars. And uh, if you're on the podcast listening now, I'm grateful for you. You can tune over to our show over on thefirsttv.com. Road to midterms. Spread the word. 